Welcome back, everybody, to Embodied Experience. This is Lauren and Sylvie, excited to bring you our fourth episode and today's topic on healing from the inside out. Um, this topic is just so profound to both uh, Sylvie and I. You know, we truly believe in the healing power of really investing in yourself, but, you know, true healing really does come from the inside and and then our outside can truly show and reflect that healing um, for me i have been on a path of healing internally from mental health um, with nutrition and uh, therapy and those sorts of methods but you know honestly i really think my understanding truly my understanding of healing from the inside out um, started when I was investing or, or now daily I invest um, in my spiritual life and that has just been such a huge pillar to really transform me internally and and then it, all the rest of the other things kind of came after that um, Nutrition has also been a huge piece and and I recognize that if I ever you know want to feel a certain way or exude a certain um, uh, maybe emotion or or um, aura about me, I have to feel good from the inside and so nutrition is a big piece but I've already mentioned so many you know from the mental health and the spiritual part and the nutrition part of how healing from the inside out is, uh, a multifaceted thing, and uh, I'll delve a little bit more into detail on where I'm coming from. But wanted to let Sylvie in and uh, let her kind of lead us in what healing from the inside out has meant to her and how she kind of um, guides and leads others, especially in her practice with physical therapy. Welcome, everybody, and thank you, Lauren, and thank you to all who are listening and continuing to connect with us in these conversations. Super excited and happy for this time shared together. So healing from the inside out, big topic, so many different ways we can approach this. And so simply put, I think when we all become curious about the nature of our mind, our body and our spirit, we can continue, we can find a way to figure out what is always playing in the background of what I call our being. Being meaning what is present in those areas of ourselves at any given moment. And how does that orchestrate how we conduct our lives or how we show up in the world? So yeah, lots of different things here. So, you know, we've we've talked a lot about mental health in our past conversations and understanding how our mind works consciously and subconsciously and I think healing can come from the I from the work of firstly becoming aware of our thought processes and our perspectives and then challenging those thoughts and perspectives in alignment with where it is that we want to go how it is we want to feel um, and also challenging those inner belief systems we have in relation to our societal expectations. So that's one way of addressing 
mental health that we've talked about, uh, spiritual health, huge. And um, I think that kind of comes down to this existential question each of us walk around with is like, who am I and why am I here? And what is this life for? And again, those may be deep-seated sort of questions that we are not even necessarily aware of. But when we take a step back from our daily life and take a step back from what it is that we do each day, if we come back to our why, and um, I think that can be really grounding. And it, and and um, hmm, spirit, yeah, spiritual health super important. Meaning, um, I'm kind of digressing here for a second, trying to figure out how to express this. But I guess spirit is, yeah, kind of understanding who we are at the deepest level. And for some of us, we're, we're raised with a religious background. Some of us are not. I for, I, for one, wasn't. And so trying to kind of find your path in figuring out who you are in this life. So that's spirit. And then body, you know, making sure we're taking care of our body, understanding our body. Um, one theme I've come up against a lot in my practice as a physical therapist is starting, is, is, is kind of guiding people to recognize that having our body is a privilege and we need to prioritize taking care of it because this is the vehicle that carries us through this lifetime and no body physically and literally is exempt from disease illness sickness um and so if we learn to take care of our bodies like we take care of our homes like we take care of our um cars, how we take care of all of our material things, then I think we'll also start to feel a lot better from the inside out. So sort of a long-winded start here, but when we, hmm, I think when we start to have an appreciation and respect and an honor for how we're doing physically, mentally, and spiritually, we can start to emanate happiness or well-being or wholeness from the inside out. Oftentimes, we are trying to fix everything externally in order to feel good internally. And it's sort of a reverse approach that can lead to a lot of frustrations. So wherever we want to go from here, Lauren, I mean, we can talk nutrition, we can talk spirituality, we can talk mental health, um, but yeah, each and every, each, all of those facets contribute to feeling good from the inside. Wow, what a great way to really, I think, encapsulate this conversation. I mean, it is a tough one, healing from the inside out. And, you know, we've all uh, walked our own journeys, are walking our own journeys. And, you know, Sylvie, I think the things that stood out for me most um, when you were uh, kind of giving a breakdown were, um, self-awareness and prioritization. 
And I feel like, you know, healing from the inside out is really about those things at their core is that we become more self-aware of the weak points in our lives, whether that's the uh, spiritual, mental, physical, uh, relational area in our lives. And then, and then we prioritize whatever's weakest so that we can help ourselves heal from the inside. Uh, because all of those things are internal. Um, certainly with the physical body, we could really dive deep into um, the external pieces of exercise and the internal pieces of nutrition. Um, but I think, you know, at the core of our conversation, we're really trying to know, highlight the broad nature of healing from the inside out. And, um, you know, I just know that for me, when I started to truly become more self-aware of my physical and social world and recognizing that I needed a change, I needed to put boundaries in my life, that's when I recognized that my mental and spiritual life were so weak and in need of strength. Um, and then I just started to really pour into those and focus and, and, and then it all just kind of came full circle, you know? So it's really about, I think, focusing in on those four pillars of health, or at least this is, you know, kind of my mantra and philosophy that, so the four pillars of health being the physical, mental, spiritual, and social and, and becoming self-aware of where our weak points are, where my weak point was. And then I prioritized that. And, you know, that can ebb and flow from day to week to month to year. But, you know, I truly feel like here today, you know, talking with you, I, I know that I have put a um, a really focused amount of effort into all of those four pillars. And, and I'm so conscious of them now that when one is faltering, I can really quickly address it. And I think that is the essence of being healed from the inside out. When you can truly be self-aware of those things, of those pillars in your life, of, of the level of, of, um, strengthen them and then prioritize prioritize, I'm not saying this word right, prioritize um, the the one that, that is needing the most attention. I don't know, Sylvie, does that, does that kind of bring it together? Um, maybe, maybe now, you know, that that's kind of the cohesive thought we were thinking through, but self-awareness and prioritization is what I got from you. What, what are you getting from me? Yeah, that's great, Lauren. That's exactly it. It's you know, I think as we start to have experiences and we start to live this life and we start to become really aware of who we are and what it is that we need, and it sounds like you have done this work through your journey, you start to figure out what, like you said, your weak points are. And another way to maybe look at it is becoming aware of what triggers our weak points and what have we done to sort of compensate or work around our weak points because i think with anything when we compensate for so long we can get by but it doesn't necessarily feel good and so as like a really kind of broad example right like as a physical therapist i'm working with people at the level of their physical bodies, or at least that's, you know, what initially brings people to therapy. And so really common back pain. People have back pain. Back pain is one of the, I think it's the top three leading causes for people to seek medical attention. And no back 
can presents exactly the same. It's really interesting. You see patterns in backs, like in back pain. And so I might see people who have core instability. I see people who have degenerative disc disease. I have see, see people who are just tight from overuse. But what it comes down to, what I'm looking for when they're having back pain are what are their weak points? Where are their trigger points? Where is it in their body where they're maybe holding too much tension to compensate for another area of the body that is guarded, weak, not necessarily cultivated as far as how to use or activate or recruit or engage. And so when thinking about it, it's kind of like spiritually, emotionally, mentally, psychosocially, where do we have some weak points or triggers and how have we lived our life sort of protecting them? This whole idea of self-preservation in which... um, Oh, it can be a it can be a helpful thing. It can also be harmful because it might be blocking us from getting to where we need to go, right? So how can we start working on that? Um, for instance, I can I can speak on people pleasing. Like people pleasing has been a big part of um, kind of holding me back sometimes from fully stepping into taking care of me maybe putting other people's needs over it. And I have to start to figure out, okay, well, where does this people pleasing come from? And it's a trigger that I want to feel loved. I want to feel wanted. I want to feel secure. I want to feel needed. And so instead of addressing maybe a void within myself to help me pour that attention um, towards me, instead I will... I will have a tendency to want to people please to to gain validation that way. And then one day you wake up and you're like, I'm tired and I'm resentful almost for having to always be there for others. And you start to figure out, okay, well, maybe I'm resentful because I'm putting time in a place where I really need it to be elsewhere in myself. And that being um, kind of a broad example of a trigger point that could be in your spirit, right? Like our spirits, we need to feed ourselves um, spiritually. We need to feed ourselves um, nutritionally. And I'm sure we could go over tons of examples for triggers with eating, but just things like this, kind of figuring out what it is that's causing us pain or dysfunction and starting to work on how we address that from an internal position, if that's making some sense here. Yes, 100%, Sylvie. The example you used about how pain and weakness are manifested in the body uh, with your example of the back is just so spot on. And I've certainly seen this in the mental realm. Um, Definitely there's, I think, a little bit more control there because we compartmentalize just as we do in the body in our minds. Um, And people definitely have a, you know, and I know that I've had a way to um, control my mind a little bit more than my body. My body just reacts and then I'm like, okay, what do I do next? Uh, I go see a physical therapist like you. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, in this whole conversation of healing from the inside out, it's truly about pinpointing where is the pain, where is the weakness, and how do we start addressing it? And I think really understanding the four pillars, you know, the mental, physical, social, and um, spiritual helps in creating sort of a, a roadmap 
to that self-awareness and and then um, leveraging the necessary individuals or professionals that can help with that healing with those weaknesses. So, you know, going to people like yourself in physical therapy when you're having physical ailments uh, and then people like me for, for mental health help and you know, honestly, just finding a core group of people. So, you know, beyond professionals, but finding a, a core group of, of friends and family that, you know, we can have these kind of conversations about with um, so that we can truly unearth where it is that we need help. Because, you know, at the end of the day, uh, back to our first episode, um, body, mind connection, I mean, you know, all the four pillars are, are truly interconnected, you know, so uh, what could be affecting me and weakness men- mentally uh, could definitely be impacting my physical world. And uh, things that are happening spiritually when I'm really not connected in my soul could be, you know, kind of overarching, affecting everything. So, um, and I didn't mean to, you know, kind of make this so broad uh, at the end, but just coming back to the main points is, you know, really being self-aware so that you can use the four pillars as your roadmap to understanding and pinpointing your pain and your weakness to then have those conversations and, and explore other options with professionals to assess and help you regain healthy, um, a healthy balance, uh, in those, in those realms so that you can, continue forth from healing uh, or, or for healing. And I think when we really make sure that we're doing it from the internal to the outside, um, the strength that we derive from day to day to day just uh, builds on itself. Um, so anyways, hopefully that gives uh, a little bit of uh, context to our thoughts of healing from the inside out. Uh, Sylvie, any parting thoughts from you before we uh, conclude this last episode? Yeah, I think healing from the inside out is such a big topic and is pivotal to each and every single one of us along our journeys. So becoming self-aware, being the first big step, starting to become curious about what it is that's working for you, what's not working, and starting to take a moment to look at it from maybe not a position of blaming self or blaming others, but figuring out what is the root of the problem and allowing time to reveal itself and then taking steps to actively work on it versus punishing ourselves. So seeking help, like you said, like seeking a professional, speaking with family and friends and Starting to understand what it is that drives us can help us to figure out where we need to maybe shift, um, work on, um, and address. And from there, we can start to see changes in our lives. And, you know, I think it's a slow process, but one that's well worth it, one that takes time. Simple tools that I can share quickly that helped me start to take bigger actionable steps towards healing myself would be meditation. That was a route that allowed me to sit and kind of figure out what are the thoughts that drive my patterns? uh, What are the thoughts that drive my behaviors uh, and reactions and responses? And what are the outcomes from that? So um, meditation is just one formal way of doing that. There's so many other ways, whether it be sports, crafts, um, 
hobbies, nature. So when I, I suggest when having time to yourself, ask yourself these questions, take away any pressure to have to figure anything out right away and know that you have time to invest in yourself and 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 go slowly and know that change takes a long time but uh, healing is is a is a is a forever journey in many ways and it just gets more interesting as you go along so thanks for listening and um, look forward to any feedback that anyone has or any questions or concerns always here to listen and um, respond as we can so Thank you, Lauren, for this awesome episode. Thank you to everyone out there listening and look forward to continuing these conversations. What an amazing conversation, Sylvie. I'm so glad we were able to have such a invested uh, back and forth about how to heal from the inside out. And it really sounds like we could have a whole bunch of mini episodes on this because there are so many facets to cover when it comes to healing from the inside out. So anyways, um, we have gone on for long enough on this one. I really hope, we really hope that some amazing things are um, gleaned from this time that we were able to share. And as Sylvie said, always open to feedback, looking forward to our next conversation. And uh, everyone stay well out there. From uh, Sylvie and Lauren, this is Embodied Experience.